Today's podcast is sponsored by SeatGeek. I bought tickets to see Springsteen from SeatGeek. I paid 300 for the nosebleeds and he never played Hungry Heart. What a disappointment. If you have an anecdotal experience t-shirt wear it out in public. Don't wear it to sleep. Unless you sleep with a lot of people. Today on our podcast, we have Gabe Kia. Thanks for being here, by the way. Gabe is going to be at Crackers in Indianapolis, the 27th through the 30th. So if you live in Indy, go see Gabe. Also, bring a shirt that you don't really like and swap shirts with Gabe. He, that's a, that's a thing he does. Uh, he'll hate it, but do it. Make him do it. Today, we talk about humility, and we talk about busting people's chops, making fun of people. Is it good? Is it bad? We talk about Trump, too, a little bit. It's in there. Uh, but yeah, mostly Gabe's experience being a comic and being humble and a nice guy through it. I also need to plug Rand Barnaclose podcast, Rumble Lips. If you listen to either of his episodes and you liked them, maybe check it out. Unless you only have time for one podcast, then forget it. Rand doesn't do a podcast. Let's do this with Gabe Kia. You know, organize. Organize better. No, I'll, I mean, I will organize for like like you know stopping like a war anti-war yeah. march or something like that or uh something like black lives matter i would love i haven't uh i haven't marched in anything for that but i would be a part of it yeah. you know and that's something that i'd like get out and and uh and do but other other stuff i'm just like i'm not that you know i'm not gonna go march for pot or something like that like no? some people do that no i wouldn't wouldn't march i'll vote for it though Right. What are you have your actual? I mean, we you can only have so many things where you actually give a shit about. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I mean, I do give a shit about pot, but oh, yeah. sorry, I keep you're so big. The table. You're huge, yeah. man. Yeah, these knees, yeah. my knees are bumping into everything. Yeah. No, but uh, I I do. I like. I I think I feel like if something happened with someone that was even smoking weed, that yeah. I would feel like I feel like partially like part of the like I'm responsible for right. that. Like, but it's not like that ever happened it's not like that happens it literally never happens. with someone yeah. like someone smoked a lot of weed they went to school and shot all their you know yeah. no no not. they might find weed in the system of someone after they get shot by the cops yeah uh that makes sense but yeah like those people are like that's the weird part too like he was on weed when has when on weed have you ever been like going past a cop like man i'm gonna wrestle that gun away from yeah. him no you're like you're sedated you're, you're you're on a high alert. You're like worried about them. You're right. more apt to run and to be like scared. You yeah. Know, if you're uh, if I'm if I'm high around cops. Well, what's then? What is your? Because like I said, you're a dude. You seem you got something to say. You have like something when you're on stage. You seem you seem like I have an opinion on some stuff. You know, you're like friendly, but you do have that. You seem like you have causes. You know, you seem well, like you care. I'm I, very apathetic. I don't care about a lot of stuff. So when care. I see that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Gabe, there's something there. He he thinks black lives matter or he thinks cops, you know, suck or something. I don't think cops suck, but I think police brutality is uh, is like something that I'm not 
I'm not very aware of. I've always had a very, I mean, even I'm, I'm an ex, I'm convicted felon myself and I've been pulled over and messed with several times. But if I was a black convicted felon, I would, I'd be like arrested way more times than I've ever been. And also like messed with so much more. Yeah. Like I, I can't, uh, I couldn't relate to anything like that. Other than the fact that I do get pulled over for no reason sometimes, and I know what it is because the cops ran my plates before they really, yeah, and they know you're a felon. It'll sh- it'll come up, yeah, when I get when I get pulled over, and, and it's come up right over. away when people have pulled me over. Like that's one of the first things that they say. No so way, I, yeah. So I know that that's why that's what it's all about. And then they'll, yeah, that's happened, but not not a lot, but uh, but enough to make me aware that it's. I mean, it it probably happens to people around me, people in my community, way more than yeah. than I would believe. You know, right? I mean, as a white, you're a you're like a smiley white dude. You smiley white. You're I'm, very friendly, I'm, man. Very northern. Uh, yeah, yeah. You seem uh, you got a buddy vibe to you. Buddy vibe. You I know. I uh, I like to. I like to open doors for people. Yes. I like to say thank you. Sometimes I wave. Right. People aren't waving back all the time. Yeah. They probably are expecting someone completely different when they pull over the car. Yeah. Well, that's that could be the case. But they usually, uh, yeah, they usually proceed with with searching it. Even though, do they really? Yeah. Oh, no yeah. No way. Yeah, I've been searched several times. I've also gone through. Canadian American border with no problems. I've been pulled over and let go when yeah. like the police officers have found uh, pot in my car. No they, way. Yeah. They what's that like? They kept the pot. I uh I thought I was like I tapped the guys on the shoulders and I was like, Thank you so much. And the I cops? Yeah, I didn't know you weren't supposed to touch cops and they were like Yeah, you, their reaction oh. was like, You're about to get arrested now. Oh like my I gosh. was like oh. and then but that's, I mean, was that in Canada or in? The that was States? in Illinois. Okay, that was one of my. Uh, that was in the last four, three or four years. That one. How does that go? How does like are are you sweating it and then they, like, what's the moment like when they find the pot, and then? Yeah, I told. They asked me. They're like, if you tell us about it, it'll be a lot easier. And I didn't tell them. I you was didn't? Like, no, it was it was like up in the dash of my car. So uh, I was like, I'm not telling. I'm not telling him about it. There were no canines involved, so yeah, there was, but he didn't do anything. And then they're like, he's he reacted. I was like, I didn't, I did not see him react at all. He just went around the car. He yeah. could do anything, and you'd be like, he reacted. Like that's you knew. You're just having a canine there is all they need to if to they know. want to search the car. But I didn't have any. I barely. I didn't have anything. I just had a little bit of a paraphernalia and a little bit of pot, and they just were like. We're not, yeah. They but you lied, though. I lied. I said I didn't have anything, and then they found it, and they're like, what's this about? And then they even let me go after that. Wow. So. You're so friendly, man. You're yeah, really that's nice. What I, I was so nice to those cops that I put my hand on their shoulder. And yeah. You have the, you got that vibe, man. Uh, you have that kind of uh, just like, Gabe's your friend. Yeah, but I can be a, I can be a real jerk and How dick so? sometimes. Let's hear it. Um. You seem so nice. I want to seem so nice. I can be no. I can. I mean, I can be mean to people on and off stage, uh, on Facebook. I'll make smart aleck remarks and stuff. But yeah. I'm never. It's usually people that I uh, that I consider to be like friends, and I'm either like lightly, ja- yeah. lightly jabbing or lightly teasing them or whatever, uh, or it's someone uh, 
someone new that's doing something silly and I'll I'll speak up about it just because someone when I was starting out would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Me, you know? Well, that's like, always, that's always, I feel like that's the good kind of being mean. There's a time and a place to be mean. Yeah. You know? There's yeah, and I'm not, I, I, I'm just thinking of recently I was at a open mic and I was kind of making fun of someone, but it's, it was, it wasn't in like, it wasn't attacking that, but I, I'm sure I guarantee there can be someone listening to us right now that, uh, that has this like knows exactly what they're like. Yeah. Gabe's done that to me. What a jerk. I hate yeah. him. You know, I bet. Yeah. There's, there's several people that I've been, that I've, I've gone across the line and did a little bit too much, but I'm just like going with it, reacting with the crowd or whatever. And I probably, uh, probably mess. Yeah. I've, I've just got went to, went too low. Yeah, and usually I usually try to talk to them about it, but if I if wait when you're like roasting someone, you when does you what what's the situation that you're thinking of right now? Are you on stage? Because I yeah, I, I was on stage. Right. I think it was at Newport Funny Bone, and yeah. I was closing out a show, and there was a comic that went up that said something that was like a little racially insensitive. All right, one of the comics uh, or one of the staff came up to me and said, in like a more blatant terms, like that shit was racist. So I made a joke about it yeah. when I went on stage and I like embarrassed the person. And I felt, I felt like, uh, but the people reacted in the crowd. Like it was, and it wasn't really, it was just a joke. It was just a silly little What was, joke. do you remember it all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do remember. I don't really Yeah, because they're going to know. Yeah, that's true. They, do, they know by um, hearing this, but I'm, and I don't, I, I would, I wanted to apologize to the person. I tried to talk to him, but he's very, uh, he was very upset and yeah. I haven't seen him since. So I'm sure he is still upset about it. And I apologize. I yeah. wasn't trying to totally roast him, but. I think, dude, I don't know. I think in the world that you're in, in the world of comedy, I don't think there's any place for anyone without thick skin. Yeah, and if you're gonna if you're a white guy doing a joke about race and someone comes oh, out and it's says coming. it's it, it's gonna it's gonna you should expect it. Yeah. Like if well, you're gonna do you... do you don't have to do that. You don't have to do jokes like that. But if you do, can't be like sensitive to people that are like, that's stupid because of this. Right. Like be like, Okay, all right, I learned and yeah. that, you know, or something. I don't know, it's stupid. No, I think that's true though. I think uh I guess in my own opinion, I think uh in the like the comedy world, I mean, what do I know? I'm like been doing comedy for like a year or something like that um but you have to in the community you have to people will shit on you all the time and give you guff for everything i feel like that's i feel like that's the rite of passage like he goes up he tries that he tries that out he does something like what like playfully racist or whatever and you call him out i feel like that's there is going to be plenty more of that in his career and if that if he's all butthurt about you calling him out on something like that where there is definitely a laugh to be had at his expense after he's done with his set for like a layup like i'm gonna make fun of this guy for that joke then he's probably not cut out for comedy if he's gonna get all butthurt about that do you agree with that well i mean it's i'm not i'm not the i i that's not how you want to make anybody feel you just want to you want to make everybody feel welcome and welcome to continuing doing comedy, like not okay. cut out for comedy. I'm not one to like make that statement or to like feel that way about someone. If they are feeling hurt about it though, I, I, uh, I don't even know. It's like, it's, I've, I've felt that way probably when people say, and I probably remembered that to this day, whenever I see that person and they're like some big time headliner now yeah. and they slighted me like back or like, I felt like they said I might have that same, it might never change right. for that person it's just like that's why you gotta that i think that's why you should 
just be aware of when you do it and be like, you know, maybe that wasn't the right thing to do at the time or whatever, or maybe that wasn't someone that I was close enough with that I could right, do we that. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you learn and, uh, and it's, yeah, it's not, a. There's no right answer. It's hard to know. Exactly. There's no, yeah. And and anybody, the same thing with me. I, I might say something about race on stage. And if someone says, hey, this is, that doesn't make sense because of this. Or right. like, why, why are you saying that? It, I mean, I guess that's, yeah, that's easy to say. But no one really comes up to people and are like, hey, you know what you, you know. You, yeah, nobody's assertive, nobody's, and they just like rather talk shit to someone else. Talk and shit say, to, behind Gabe someone's said some, Gabe yeah. shat on me on stage after I said a racist thing. Gabe sucks. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I mean, let's. Uh, I think that's interesting. I think about that all the time. I think when, because uh, I like to, I like to make fun of people. I really do. I think it's a lot of fun. I like it when people make fun of me. Feels good because I feel like. If it's, you can always tell when someone says something and they're saying it to hurt you, you yeah. know, when it comes out of their mouth and it's, it's like, oh, you, you were trying to hurt me. You were trying to cut me down. But then you can always, if it's a buddy and they say it to you and they give you like some sort of vain, dumb thing you did and they call you out on it, it makes me feel good because it makes me feel like nobody's coddling me. Yeah. That's how last night I did the uh, funniest person I closed out the show while they were like counting the votes and Max was hosting at Max Fitzgerald, who's a good buddy of yeah. mine. And he said, he goes, uh, yeah, Gabe, uh, Gabe won this contest back in 1993, which everybody kind of like, there was this laugh in the room that I was like, uh, I was, I knew he was going to say it or whatever, yeah. but I was like, wow, that is a lot funnier or like that. That's they're laughing because it was in 2009 and it was, Right. Like six years ago. So right. he's making make that joke in the timeline. He's yeah, making yeah. the joke about that. And everybody's relating to it at that moment. I was like, oh, damn, that was good, Max. Yeah. But I wasn't like, there's no way I'm. But we're also good friends. And I knew he was going to say it, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was I, there last night. Yeah. And I, and I suggested yeah. to him, I said, and say I ran the contest when I won it. I yeah. told him to say that because I did. I was running the contest when yeah. I, uh, the year I won. But that's what convenient, right? You totally. We all know you cheated. Oh, Even people. Yeah. We have listeners everywhere, and they. Everybody is. You're just every, a big old cheater, man. Yeah, that's the cheating contest. That's my thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's in uh, the shirt swap. In the shirt swap. Um, I haven't done too many contest festivals. I don't know how many people uh, have done some contest festivals, but I haven't done too many of those. I've done festivals where you showcase festivals where you just go into a set. I like those. Those are like friendly it seems like everybody's easy to cheat yeah easy to cheat there yeah. no one's no one knows there's a there's yeah. a contest going on except for me right because everybody else is just showcasing yeah. i'm number one exactly i'm putting that in my bio i won yeah. that contest or that festival every show you do i won that show i won that i was i was the winner who were you open i was opening for uh this person and i i won yeah i totally won <laughs> right i beat him uh no i think that's uh I back yeah back to making fun of people. I love this stuff because I think about it all the time. Because it's uh, you want to be nice, you want people to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a time and place. I do think there's a time and place to be mean, and uh, you make stronger people when you don't let things slide. You know, and you can call someone out on their imperfections. Like 
Fitzgerald calls you out last night on whatever, however you want to interpret that. Not winning a contest in six years. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, whatever it was, he calls you out, and it makes you feel better because it's out there, and it's him making light of whatever this is. Because I don't know. I just, I really love that when someone says that to me and I'm like, oh yes, no one's no one's hiding anything from me. Everyone's willing to tell me exactly how they feel about me because they know I can take it. Yeah, I I remember one time I was uh I think it was at Funny Bone and I was hosting this is in St. Louis and I was hosting and hosting I'd always say stuff after everybody went up. Yeah. And uh someone I saw someone later that night they didn't they it didn't register that I was on the show and they were talking about the person hosting and they were like, man, he was a real dick to everybody. He had something to say. And I was like, right there, they were talking to me. I was like, that was me. No this way. This person's talking about, yeah. Because you were digging people? Yeah, or just saying come... stuff after each each performer. And they Not didn't like it. it. Yeah, the person didn't like it, but they didn't even know it. Yeah, it's it was good. It was insightful to see someone saying something about yourself, like talking shit about that person and behind their back, there. and they didn't know that that was me. That, But that doesn't really make sense, because she would have seen me the whole night, and I, yeah. She just didn't like you, man. She was just, She's just doing coming it. up with an inconspicuous way to tell you that she didn't like you. Yeah, I think it's dangerous too. I've talked to other comedians that have like say they not even like on a podcast. I don't think that's but say you make fun of someone, then you or like it gets out of hand where that person makes a post on social media yeah. about the situation, makes it a big, a big situation, yeah. uh, which I know has happened in the past. I've seen it's it's such a it's 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 not that big of a deal, um, and people just need to chill out and not. Not worry about it so much, I guess. Well, it's like mm-hmm. ego. It's that's what I think it is. It's I don't want to be friends with anyone who's going to care about me making fun of them. They're going to get all sensitive, and it's it's your ego. I think you should. Anyone that I have to caught, like I had a friend where I would always I would always make fun of him for the things he say because he'd say really dumb things and try to like posture himself to make him sound really cool and like a total badass. So yeah. I would make fun of him because I'm like. I can't have a real relationship with you because you're such an idiot. You keep saying things and I have to make fun of it because it's so dumb. And they called me out. They said, everything, you always make fun of me. Every time I talk to you, you're always making fun of me. And I'm like, yeah, I I don't know how else to deal with you because you're an idiot. (laughs) Like, if I'm going to have a real relationship with you, I mean, otherwise I'm just going to tell you, oh, dude, yeah, you are badass. You're so cool. I was just thinking, that's like me, like, if my... If someone was trying to tell me that the real housewives of some show was like, and I'm sitting there and I just have to make fun of it. Yeah. Or like, I just can't not make fun of this right. by watching. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, that's like me watching a really shitty reality TV show. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> with my fiance. And she's like, you make fun of this all the time. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. Because how else, you want to enjoy it with your fiance, you want to connect on this, and the only way you can experience it is ironically, because it's so absurd and dumb. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, and it's hard, that's when you got to bite your tongue sometimes, in that situation, I'd say, yeah. you know, like, more than a comedy uh, relationship or someone, like, when you're in the in a relationship, I just say, uh, just sometimes, just watch, just watch, or... Just tune it out and don't comment on it because it's just, you know. Well, you got to do that and you got to do that in not just your fiance's or whatever uh, choice in television. You have to do that for your 
fiance because i yeah i've noticed that i've never i've never seriously dated anyone because i mean i don't know for what for whatever reason but i've noticed that where uh boyfriend you got to be a boyfriend you can't just say anything you can't make fun of your girl you can't call her out for being an idiot you can't if she does something dumb you can't you're in the doghouse you know yeah you got to be sensitive to that and not tell her that she's done something wrong but just hopefully down the road with some patience and time like get like talk about what something this that you did kind right. of caught my attention yeah that's what you learn to be in it like it i think to make to be in a better relationship like that but i'm i'm with someone that i uh have great communication with so that's excellent that we can yeah if something's bothering either one of us, we can talk to each other. But it's it gets a lot more hectic when you have a baby because there's a lot of t- scheduling and timing and yeah. things that you said you could do, you know, three week or you know three weeks ago, two days ago, whatever. Like the day of, it's like really stressful situation. You're like, I've got to, I've got to go right now. Right. You know, it can be like that. But that's just that's being a being a person too. That's yeah. being in a, a relationship. Well, I think that's a good point. Like communication is so in it's so important in any any relationship, friends, like fellow comedians, professional relationship, but mostly your, you know, your fiance in your yeah. case, but that sort of when you stop communicating and there's a lot of mystery into the other person's life and how they're feeling and how they're thinking, I think that's when it's dead. Yeah, I know. When I'm talking about communication too, I'm uh, I'm assuming she's listening to this right now. So this is me communicating. Slide feet no, right this into is, your living room. This is uh this is me communicating. I <laughs> act like I'm like really good at it, but yeah. I'm really doing it passive aggressively through a podcast. Yeah, that's why I invited you over. I knew you had a lot to say. We have a lot to say yeah. to Abby, but I don't want to say it now. I'll put it in a time capsule and do it later. Yep. No, I'm joking. She uh, we're we're really good at. Uh, and talking as soon, you know, maybe not right there, right when, yeah, no, like, yeah. you, there's a stressful moment or a, a, you know, disagreement or something like that. But it, it always comes around and we always talk about it, which is great. That's important, I think. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I think both of being mean, being mean and being honest to like tie those together. I think you're going to have the most luck dealing with other people and in relationships if if you're honest and you're open about how you feel and people may not like you but if you say to someone rather than being you know passive aggression is the like if you're a passive aggressive person you're probably you probably don't have a lot of friends if you're not communicating if that's it no one's going to want to hang out with you because you're going to be kind of a dick yeah and no one will know why you know that's why i try to be open and try to be that's why i'm so mean that's why i'm an asshole that's what I. You're not an asshole, but uh, the person, the person that I was I was thinking about is uh, is Amy Schumer, and she's not an asshole, but she's very direct and like to the point. Yeah, and man. sometimes it can come across as rude. And she'll have like be trending at a certain time for some bullshit or something because she said kind of what was on her mind and what's yeah. funny and what's good. And yeah. she's. I think she's someone that's like like definitely changing changing the way things are done because of that. It's really right. cool to see too, because she's like awesome stand-up comedian, but also like she's like blowing up in the entertainment industry. So it's cool to see some, see shit like that, you know? Yeah. Not sell out, not like placate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. It's like Bill Burr. 
That no. per- and that's who I think of when you'd say fan base. I think of like someone like Amy Schumer or Bill Burr. Yeah. I don't think of myself of being in that same category. I think of myself as like someone that does comedy. Like like you were saying, like I, I want to have a fan base or something, but I yeah. just do comedy and I, I can do, you know, a certain amount of time and I get asked by people to do it. But I don't think of myself as like, you know, I, but I try, I guess having a website is important to brand, but that's also just, it's important to get booked is to have a website and to have, yeah. uh, even if you don't have a lot coming on the books, you got a place where people can go and look right. and see where you are going to be. You know? And people can connect with you. I think yeah. that's a huge thing when I, I mean, sure. Some fan bases are bigger than others, but, um, I think the reason people like Amy Schumer and the reason people like Bill Burr and the reason, all right, let's, uh, just as a dichotomy, Hillary Clinton, Bill Burr, Hillary Clinton, just a soulless, has no opinion. I'm not a political person. I don't, I don't vote. I don't do anything. I don't even know what she stands for anything, but I will say she'll do anything. She just has no opinion. She'll just do anything to be liked. Versus She's Bill. like the Aaron Burr. That's who I think. Aaron who Burr. Aaron Burr was like back in... I'm thinking of it because of the play Hamilton, which I've been listening to this soundtrack constantly. Is it good? I like it. Yes, yeah, I like I've it. Some people things. might not like it, but I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like history, too. So it like plays out a lot of that, what was going on at the time. And Aaron Burr was a character that was like... He never gave his opinion on anything, kind of stayed in the middle, was right. power hungry, wanted power went for a Senate seat at one point in his career so he could get that that uh, that place, that platform, so he could run for president. And he did run for president. He lost to uh, Thomas Jefferson. But uh, So Thomas Jefferson's like the Donald Trump of... No, that's not... But no, for real, no. though, I was going to bring it there. I was going to bring... I was going to go there. That could be... I yeah. think... I mean, Thomas Jefferson did have slaves, so yeah. Trump would be down with that. Yeah. And he he hires uh, illegals to build his casinos, and then talks about shipping them out of the country. Yeah, uh, well, you, you don't have to sell anyone on not liking Trump. But <laughs> here, do you know what though? There's a part of me that's yeah. attracted to Trump. You know why? Because he doesn't give a fuck. Because he doesn't. He care doesn't. He's just like this is me. This is who I am. Call me an asshole. This is what I believe in. Get on board or get the fuck out of here. This and there, even if you don't necessarily agree with it, it's this super authentic person who's terrible. And there's something there where you're like, it's the opposite of Hillary, where it's just, I'll do anything. Just vote for me. I'll I want to be whatever. president. Yes, you know? please. And Donald Trump has it's a, uh, it's swag, dude. He's just like, this is me. Deal with it or don't. And there's something to me. There's something attractive there. Where I'm like, I get it. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's it. It's someone that's like, because you never, all politicians are politicians. They're peacemakers, you know? And he's just, he's just like, nah, I have a plan. I'm going to execute it. If you don't want to vote for me, that's fine. But I, everyone's on board. So. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, authenticity. Authenticity, but not everybody's on board. Like the Republican National Com- uh, Convention's going on, and it's it's the first one I can think of in a long time where like none of the former presidents or people that ran for the presidency. I don't think Bob Dole's going to be there. I don't think oh, Bob. Uh, yeah, George. Both George Bushes, George H. W. and George W. are both out, and uh, McCain and Mitt Romney are both staying home. It's kind of weird, but. 
that to have that leadership in the party like be like not this guy right you know but although also that's why people like him so much because they hate that leadership in the party exactly they hate all those people even george bush right they're like you didn't i mean i don't know i think i think republicans still really love george bush they're like he he got a Saddam. Like He's, I don't yeah. know what I don't know what it was. Like he didn't get Bin Laden. He went to Iraq instead of Afghanistan. Caused two wars to go on for over ten years. Caused many people throughout this country to be suffering with horrible. Uh, post-traumatic stress which yeah but is, he's likable is though. definitely yeah he's a guy that you can he's have a beer with he's that's a beer what they guy, say man but he he doesn't even drink is the weirdest part he's a guy that he's the guy that you could have a beer with is the funniest thing about george w bush because he's the guy that was just at the thing with obama the memorial service and he's like swaying from side to side that's why i think people like him they're like do you see him he was at that where everybody's sad at the funeral and he's swaying side to side like having a good time yeah that's people the like beer. cool guys though that's people, the beer part it's yeah people like that though and that's i mean it goes back to you being a friendly guy that's why you just want you're attracted to people that look cool and you're like i like it. it's the i mean it really is that i want to have a beer with that guy because they have a confidence there's something about them where you i that's think you want to see yourself through them that's what my new bio has to be i'm the uh he's the type of comic that you want to have a beer with and he yeah. will have a beer with you yeah. and he'll have seven more i thought you were gonna like, say and he'll have sex with you and i'm like and he'll have sex try with it, you try it new Do bio it. i'm all right i'll come out that's the oh that's interesting part. Whenever you go to a, a show and you think of your sometimes your bio is like cheesy and you might have like yeah. silly stuff in there that trying to be funny. Uh, I always have like I'd go to a venue and then people would bring up stuff because that's all they've seen of you. They just saw your name your and this bio. They've never heard of you before. They haven't looked up your YouTube videos. They just yeah. make this person out of your bio. It's interesting when you walk into those situations. Yeah, because it's all it's like a dating profile. Yeah, so yeah. puts it, don't make it like my yeah like my dating profile would be like all just making fun of every dating pro. I just put all these stupid things like yoga, long walk or people like, no dude people will take you organic. seriously though yeah. no one will know everyone will be like oh I'm into that stuff too yeah maybe we'll take a yoga class together. I put I put seven of those and then I just put being generic in there that's <laughs> yeah dude there's half a half marathons and then someone will email me I've done two half marathons yeah How many they will done? yeah and they'll like, want to talk to you about it they they've been waiting for someone didn't see the being generic part now or maybe uh maybe they were really generic they're like he's generic like me <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> someone's just like you know i'm very plain took, i just keep it simple it seriously uh no it's funny as a guy that's on dating apps you know uh you are you're on the dating apps hell right? yeah man i mean not at the moment but yeah i'm on there not it's a, not the I, you're like not at the moment I'm you have two, hands, yeah, two, two phones hands, two actively phones deep. swiping left and right while doing a podcast i'm not uh, but no, there's even, um, people will say on their Tinder profile, I'm funny, I'm very sarcastic, and I'm very funny. And I'm like, well, prove it. This isn't funny. This yeah. is, you got like 10 seconds or 10 sentences to prove to me that you're funny. And then you're like, well, I'm, I'm funny. I have a great sense of humor. Prove it. Yeah, that's funny that, uh, that you, you do, I've seen some, uh, and I've only been on, tinder and bumble in the last like two years 
I'm not on there right now, but uh, I like I'm engaged. But I was still in a relationship when I was on these dating apps, and I wasn't on there to date or find anybody. But I was just on there to see what because I heard about them from so many other comedians yeah. on stage that I was like, I'm gonna check this out. And then I yeah. ended up having stupid jokes, like t- like jokes about, and they're not stupid. I like doing them, but it's just. It's one of those subjects that, like, a lot of people, like, it's a lot of people talk about. Yeah. People have been there. Like, everything in my act. Like, Uber. I've got an Uber joke. Everybody's got an Uber joke. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, if you, it's just like do a new take on it. Your, I mean, your take is like, I have an Uber joke. And, like, we both have Uber jokes. And And I like your Uber joke a lot. I like your Uber joke. But they are not the same joke. They're not the same joke. No, they're not like someone's, no one's going to be like, hey, uh, we heard a different guy mention Uber, you know? These are both Tinder and Uber jokes, both app-based yeah, jokes. Dude, but that's we're, the world we're in. The Everyone, world is all app-based. You know? what, uh, yeah, what app? What other apps are going to blow up on the... the there's always Facebook uh, Dude, Pokemon jokes. Go. Those jokes Pokemon are jo- on Go. the come up, dude. I saw someone today. I had one today because I saw someone with a metal detector, and I was like, this Pokemon Go is getting oh out of control. Did you post the picture? But no, but oh, that's why I'm driving, dude. and I'm like, do I turn around right now? And then I was like thinking, I was like, you can just write it. Just tell people what you saw, and you don't need to get a picture of everything. But it's the picture is so funny because dude, the picture is so to. right now. Yeah. You got, because that's the... Uh, but the guy with the metal detector, like this, that's what I immediately thought. I was like, oh, joke, right there, metal detector. Yeah, He's taking it to a new level, these awesome. guys. Because that's, dude, but like if you have the picture, it's not contrived, because it's happening. You know, that's what exactly. I love about the pictures. It's Snapchat, like, that's what's, that, another app that a lot apps, of people have dude, jokes about. Dude, but it's it's uh, it's life, this is it. If that we is were life, in the, yeah. Uh, it's good to have Snapchat app, app jokes. Yeah. I think if you I'm going to tell people about this podcast on my Snapchat, so all 14 of you are going to see this you got or hear this. Yeah, yeah they'll 14 see followers here. or whatever they're snappers or whatever you call them. 14 followers. Yeah, do you really no. have Snapchat? I do have Snapchat. I do. Yeah. But I know. I will take it back to uh, yeah, being authentic real quick. I think that is the most attractive quality in a person. I think being disingenuous is the most repulsive thing you could possibly be being saying things that aren't true and not letting people in and being vulnerable and telling who you are even if that's a bad person there's something attractive about someone saying how they really feel yeah yeah i mean that's that i agree i agree with that and i've i've always viewed that uh to try and live that honest life where you're open and honest with everybody and any anything that goes on in your life can be up for anybody to judge and anybody to see you know yeah but that's because i've made mistakes in the past that i don't want anybody to know about or hear about you know like stuff that you're like i can't believe i was that person in the situation that's true like the person that cheats on somebody like you cheated like a contest you cheated you you cheat you the funniest person (laughs) like you cheat on this contest and then the contest finds out and the contest is upset because the contest (laughs) contest yeah you're the winner but you both have herpes now so that is i'm glad you have herpes yeah serves you right now yeah deserve uh comedy herpes yeah it's real no, I'm sorry. I Never derailed you. But uh, no, no, that's I good. think you're right. I think there, there is there are certain things about me, too, that I don't tell people because I just, uh, 
I'm like, you know, it's best. It's not me now. So yeah, it's best. Uh, why not? Why talk about it? You know, but it might. But there might be a point when you do talk about that and uh, being comfortable with that, with something, especially if it's something that's that that you're maybe not you're you're victimizing yourself right now as okay. like the person that but really you're not the you're not at as at fault as you do or you are and you you can be a good example to other people that maybe were in a similar situation or headed into a similar situation yes and being able to talk about that and use yourself as an example even if it isn't putting yourself in the best light can be uh that can be fulfilling or can make you you know make you feel good about yeah. Like you were saying, like an agenda or like something to, that you have to say. It's the saying stuff that you believe in can make you feel better. And even if, uh, even if it's just saying it, you know, like yeah. you taking action can, it, of course, uh, is, is the better way to, I, I love, it's funny when, uh, you see people online calling people out for, or each other out for not doing enough stuff, but yeah. they're both just, they're both just arguing on the internet or something like they're both not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. And they're, and they're calling them say, Oh, you're just a warrior behind a keyboard. I'm like, well, you all, you yeah, are, I dude, am reading yeah, this. Exactly. I'm the same person. We're as all keyboard warriors. All of this. Don't yeah. Call me out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, I totally, uh, I, I do agree with that. Um, like, I mean, your point about at some point there is, uh, that honesty coming up and being able to share it. Yeah, it can be helpful, but uh, I think there are a lot of things that are just so scary, you know? And I think also that uh, the, the keyboard warrior syndrome also in the comedy community is can be, there's a lot of people that are, you know, either not, maybe not even doing comedy anymore yeah. or they're just, they're still in the scene, they're still around, but they're not out and they're not at, you don't see them face to face. Right. So you don't really like, you don't really know them that well, and then like some something happens online or something, and you're like, "What the? Who's this person? I don't right. even see you around." They're not you know? even relevant. Yeah, well, I mean, they are in their own they they are in their own world or their own mind or whatever, but uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm you just thinking. Uh, no, I know what you're saying. Like your online uh, your online presence, you know, and uh, it. I think it gives you an ability, especially now, because we have a lot of people. There used to be true humanitarians in the world, people that would go out and do good things for other people, but they'd have to. And then there were people that would do things for appearance sake. They would do things to. They'd go to a uh, food soup kitchen to make sure their picture was taken by the soup kitchen. They would do things for appearance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it is so easy to put on the guise of a good person with your online identity. You can now say, you can now post four pictures and whatever for transgender, Planned Parenthood, yada yada yada, all that yeah. stuff. Or an article that you read that that states yeah. your point of view, but you're really not doing anything. You're not putting your French flag overlay of your photo. It's yeah. all this like. Now it's so easy. Nobody does anything for anyone. Nobody does anything good because we all think, I posted 10 articles on Facebook today. What are you doing with your time? Yeah. I mean, and this is, these are broad strokes we're painting, but there are people out there that are, well, they're, that are just doing a lot of, doing a lot of good, good work and 
posting about it on social media. Right. And true. you can see, okay, this person is actually walking the walk and they are, you yeah. know, they're, they're not just the, talking it like on Facebook that you can see that they are uh, following through. And I'm not, I don't pretend to be one of those people. I no. am clearly You're just, an honest dude. Just, yeah, I'm just throwing stones from a glass house. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or whatever <laughs> that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, but I, uh, dude, I don't know. I don't think if you're posting, I'll say, this is not Gabe talking. This is Joey Bertops. I'll say, if you are posting articles and things with any sort of political agenda, you are doing so to create your own identity and posture yourself. I don't think it's for the benefit of anyone, usually. Yeah. I don't think so. You could say the same thing about posting about your comedy shows because not many people come to shows from Facebook. So right. a lot of times you're just posturing by saying, hey, I'm going to this place. Yeah, it's a little brag. I, f- I feel that way when I'm posting my dates of like out of town stuff because how many people do I really know in Tulsa, Oklahoma right. or Wichita, Kansas? But sometimes there are people that you either became friends with on social media through that, just that. That's the reason why you're Facebook friends in the first place, because yep. they were at a show in Des Moines, Iowa, and they're waiting for that time when you say, I'm back in Des Moines, Iowa. And that's, so there, there is something to it, but, but, uh, but also you, yeah, I, if it's like a, it, sometimes I'll catch myself, it'll be like a private event yeah, that I'm dude. doing a show for. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why am I posting about this at all? No one's coming. No one's going to become, right. am I just telling people like, Hey, I'm working this weekend. Uh, yeah. that's what, uh, that's what comics do. They work every weekend, good comics or something like that. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm, I'm posting about my new year's Eve show because everybody wants to work on new year's Eve. It's a right. big date for comedians mm-hmm. or I've been doing comedy for this many years. Like who really cares? How many people that yeah. like work at FedEx are like, I've been at FedEx for five years. They right. posted on their Facebook. Everyone's like, like, shut up, Jerry. Yeah. No they've probably cares. been promoted way more than the person that's posting about their yeah, stand up exactly. comedy, like uh, anniversary. But, but it's not, I mean, it is, it, we, we live that way. We live through birthdays and anniversaries. Right. And that's how we were trained since we were babies to like yeah. make that stuff important. And it it helps by going to school because we're schooled in a way that you go here for this many years and you go there for that many years and then stuff happens for you. Yeah. Like that doesn't necessarily equate to the reality of like you go you go to school you get you get a job but yeah. but for some people it does you know for some people the things have all fallen in place perfectly for them yeah you know and uh for some people it, it may not have uh sometimes yeah you want to be celebrated all the time for everything you do I guess. Well, I, that's why you become a comedian and not working at FedEx because you want to be able to post about your yeah your anniversary or your this is a big thing that happened right. to me. Yeah, I think it's something that attracted me to stand up comedy was being uh, I liked I like telling people uh, story. I like talking about it. You know, some yeah. some comics can be shy about it or uh, I don't like to tell a joke to someone when they find out. I don't. I try not to go around telling people I'm a comedian, but I do at times uh just play like someone uh, yeah someone asked me recently at at uh, i was at story time with my daughter and we're just all there and she's like you're here a lot and why are you able to be here during the day and yeah. i was like oh, i was work at night and she's like what do you do and then i said stand up yeah and then i said right after that i go i also wait tables 
Like I was like, why, why did, did I, you feel the need? To why do did that? I feel to do that? Yeah, like I do stand up and I make a lot of money from right. doing stand up, but I also I I think that's <laughs> I think that is a metaphor for my career in general or like what I've been doing in stand up is like I'll take one step forward and one step back and it's like some sort of maybe it's like a fear of failure or a fear of success or a fear of both at the same time that makes me indifferent and I like when yeah. given the opportunity to even tell somebody like I do stand up I'll like discount it a little bit yeah and say oh I actually do this too but but also like that's reality too like money wise I have both coming in but that's not relevant to why and she wasn't really asking me like I'm a big stand-up comedian fan and I she yeah. just asked me what I was what I do like she was curious because yeah, it there's not a lot of, came up there's not a yeah. lot of guys there also it's mostly moms right so there's like not a lot of dads there so right. a dad here with a big beard what do you work at a brewery or something yeah. you know maybe that's what she's like can you get me <laughs> right can you get me some free mad tree right you're always wearing mad tree shirts yep when you she, come to poor story time the so, poor girl had mad so tree in mind no but actually she said she goes where do you perform and then i said go bananas yeah, man go bananas is my uh my home here my favorite club my home club the closest place yeah and uh she was like oh man i was just there two weeks ago i saw uh jeff tate yeah and he was great and then uh who was opening for him it was tom brady i love tom brady yeah. and i was like they're both really good I'm friends of mine she hadn't seen you then no yeah i mean she just would she just happened to be there a few weeks ago and then okay. i said oh i do stand up and i know both of them and then she asked me like she's like what's your name again yeah and then I uh, I gave her my card and no that be <laughs> it's yeah. story time I'm like here it is book me give That's it to I, someone book me yeah at story time show uh, watch watch a video and come out no I told her I uh, I actually said that I I'm like oh I'm going I'm going there tonight to do yeah. a show but uh, but I'll probably be doing and I said I'll be doing my week sometime around December or something. Right to her and just to like put that but I don't even know if that's necessary it's just what I did it last year so that's what I'd assume yeah but uh, around that time so but that's cool though I think that's um, I don't know what that natural compulsion is to discredit yourself you know I think I don't don't think it's natural I think it's just something that I that I I can see throughout my uh, just growing up maybe it's maybe it's natural yeah maybe it's 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 just innate in me from uh i think it's humility it's a feeling of yeah like having to be overly humble or overcompensatingly humble overcompensatingly humble when you don't it's a canadian thing i'm like man how can i shake this yeah it's a it's a overwhelming um, humility no it's not humility it's it's bra- it's wanting to bra- it's like a humble brag maybe right. even like it's the mixture of both together so it's not it's not necessarily like a a great thing but it's also something that I need to get over and I need to like right, be say, able to be I'm like, a comedian. I'm a comedian. And That's what I do. I yeah. I do have a side job, which I always like to have money coming in. If I had a side job of being an author or something, that would be, I'd say that too. Right. That'd be nice. That'd be, yeah. I'm a comedian and I'm an author and I sell real estate. Right. No, no real estate. That'd be a weird Nasling. third one. That's a dumb. I don't like that. No, I do. Dude, I think it's, uh, it's the... You know, I think you're self-aware that some people, um, like me, let's say someone, you know, I'm at story time, and the girl says, why are you here all the time? If I say, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian. If I say that, if I say, yeah, I'm a comic, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I don't say, yeah, but I, I have like a, I have a day job, that's me trying to say, yeah, what's up? 
What's up, Storytime Lady? I'm a comedian. That's me posturing myself. And then when you say it, you're aware that a lot of people posture themselves. And you're aware that a lot of people see right through that bullshit. And so what you say is, but I also... I also wait tables around I also town. wait tables. So your humility gives her the impression that, oh, this guy probably is an actual comic. Could be. Not. That's a good way. Yeah, that uh, that that's a good way to put it. But it also, like, there's kind of something where she, like, might be like, I think I've seen this guy before. Maybe she's seen me before. True, yeah. And she's like, where do I know him from? I'm going to ask him what he does. And then she's like, I probably saw him doing stand-up or something. Or, But then I'm saying, I also wait tables around town. I've said that uh, to someone where they're like, I go to Stone... Yeah. They like go to the place that I work, and I'm like, right. that's where you know me from. Okay, all right. It's not from, you know... Yeah, and you could be trying to, uh, trying to bypass that moment when story time comes into the restaurant you're at and... You serve her table. Yeah. And she's like, you're not a comic. You're at Stone Creek, you know? Oh, yeah. You're trying to avoid that moment. That's too. great. That's so a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like. I've got all my bases covered right, now. Right. So she comes in. She's like, oh, yes. He, also he is the comedian. Yes. Yeah. He does. His real job is comedy. It's, he it's, likes to have income coming in, though. <laughs> it's funny how a lot of people that uh, come to that restaurant know that I do. Com- and they'll often ask me about comedy. And they they're. Their idea of comedy. I mean, I guarantee they're not listening to this podcast. They're not like oh, <laughs> they don't know. Their idea of game. comedy is like the joke some guy told me he was like uh, the married couple. They had sex, and she said she felt cold and damp. And then they had sex another time, and she was hot and sweaty. And the doctor said, "Well, uh, I think it's because it was in in December and then August." Classic, and that's the joke. Like, classic, classic, two times, boom, little Mr. And then they're like, "You could use that in your keep you know, it, <laughs> keep that one." But yeah, I mean, it's but I, I, you know, making people feel comfortable about whatever that is that they're, you know, yeah. some people want to. I'm sure, I'm sure people would love the opportunity to uh, get up on set. I've watched it at open mics, like the drunk guy will come in all like yeah. rambunctious, like I can do this, and right. then they're like. That a host will calmly go over and say, "Yeah, you can sign up. You get just like everybody else. Right. You get you know three to five minutes." And uh, I watched one the other night at a local open mic here, and the guy went up and did uh, he did like one joke, two jokes, and then just bailed on the set. And I was like, "Yeah, that's about that's classic." Dude. Like the guy walks into a bar, I can do this. You have to, I think, for stand up, you have to uh, really want to do it, and you have to like kind of check it out beforehand get an idea of what you're doing to at least do well to start out with i I think think. yeah i think a lot of people are they're like i want to do stand-up what they're really saying is i'd like some attention yeah i'd like like five minutes of people paying attention. but larry david has a story of being exactly like he was watching comedy and he was like this this i can be funnier than this guy he's like he's like i want to go on stage went up to the manager and the manager's like get out of here you don't just walk into a place and go on stage you gotta come back and you'll go to an open mic and you'll do this right no i want to go up now and like that's a that's a crazy story of like someone that is that funny but it worked out for it. You know, I'm sure did he, there's did he actually for Larry. Yeah. That's a true story. I no heard way. him talk about that on like a podcast or something for Larry David, like doing that and feeling that way. There is, there's a thousand right. other guys that felt that way that are not funny. Yeah, it went all. up and like yeah. ate shit. Like, yeah. fine, I'll let you do it, but let's go. You're not Let, Larry David. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if you're Larry David. Larry David not. was in here last week 
and you are not him. <laughs> he just did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's super hot in here, so you uh, good. you feel good? good. Yeah, you feel good. You got anything to say on? Do you want to be mean to anyone? Do you want to be mean to anybody? The no. mic or anything? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I don't like to be. I don't want to be a shit talker or barn no, burner you're or, sweetie, or man. anything like that. But I do. I mean, I will. I'll, I'll talk shit as soon as this this stops. No, good. We'll yeah, talk some there real were some good. Uh, those names that you refused to drop. Yeah, we're gonna tell. We're gonna, gonna flush those all in, out. Man. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's I've there's sometimes with that that sort of thing you kind of it's a human curiosity. You're like someone will make a joke about someone online, and you're like, I want to know who that was, and then oh. you'll like message that person and be like, Tell me who that was, and they're like. Can't do it, man. Got way too out of control or something. And you're like, yeah. now I really want to know. Yeah, mystery. The person heard. Yeah. The person heard and they're mad now. <sighs> Just uh, even more. Drama. And uh, yeah, like people people getting getting all riled up is, is somewhat, it's it can be captivating, but it's it's also. Uh, Voyeurism. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. not something you want to get wrapped up in too often. You don't want to be a gossip. Don't want to be a gossip, but you're, yeah. if you are a gossip, you can get a lot of people commenting on all your, you know, on all your mm-hmm. stuff. Get some likes. Get a lot of likes. Get a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, yeah, I reactions. Get a lot of reactions. That's yeah. what that's what the online world is about. It's all about getting those red dots. Getting red those red dots, dots man. There's a your synapse way. that goes off in your brain when you see that red dot. Yeah, and then when it. It's uh Justin Adkins has posted in Cincinnati stand up. You're like oh. <laughs> red dot. Fake red dot. <laughs> yeah. It's that it's that show that night. It's that show. There's uh there's a couple shows. We're gonna plug those shows tonight. We got Max over in Covington. I don't know uh, oh, if yeah. that's going to be going on uh, yeah. later on tonight. The live feed to your wife's living room. There's a, yeah, <laughs> and then there's uh, Myrtle's Punch House. There's uh, there's Comedy Buzz. Oh. I think is going on down there tonight. It's at eight. It's well, they're forty minutes oh, deep in yeah. that one. That's uh, so you're probably already listening to this right there. If yeah. you're listening to this podcast live while watching, uh, oh, I don't know how you're Myrtle's, doing it. You are. That's. You're pretty good. They've got some. Yeah, uh, you're a hacker of sorts. You're a hacker, a you're really a, good hacker. You're a Julian Assange. Your your hacking's hey. way better than your comedy. You should be paying attention to the yep, show. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, it's Jeff Tate, who we're not listening to. What a comic. Oh yeah, Jeff Tate is. Uh, he is an amazing. He's an amazing comic. He's he's a hell of a nice guy too. When I uh, when I got my girlfriend dumped me. Like I was moving out of her place, I didn't have any place to live. I was yeah. trying to figure out where I was going to live, and I stayed on his couch for uh, for probably at least three weeks. And it was just he was he was gone a couple like, but it's still like weird to have me there and around and just. But it's yeah. really a good. It's a that's that's when someone does something like that for you. Uh, it's really one of the one of the best things because you're kind of in a vulnerable situation and you don't know what's going on and. Yeah, someone gives you a little pivot to help help keep you around, keep you in town too. Yeah, which is good because I probably could have just been like, I gotta get out of here, you know. Go back to mom's house. Go back to my mom's. Oh man, that's the worst. That's the worst breakup uh, hangover ever. If you break up, do not go back to your mom's house. Really, you think it's bad? Uh, Go to Jeff Tate's. Go to Jeff Tate's. 
no, get your own place. But yeah. sometimes you have to find it doesn't happen right away yeah. when it's when it's when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff. Dude. Yeah, pl- it's plug t- anything else to say about Jeff? Jeff's uh, Jeff's living room that no longer exists. We just watched Cheers. He literally was watching Cheers like all day, every day, and he like talked about it. But I was like, I lived it for like three weeks. Where yeah. I was like, he literally watches just Cheers all day long. Really? Yeah. I don't think he. I mean, I'm I'm sure he still watches Cheers, but not like he was back then. Not <laughs> big into it. It's like you're talking like. I was like some people are into drugs. You're like he was big into cheers. Big into cheers. It became yeah. a problem. Became he was mainlining cheers. He had it when it was he had it on the earphones <laughs> while he was sleeping. Just constantly. Oh, man. He was in. The, he was even in the later seasons, man, where it really starts. to watch really? Frasier if he needs to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I walk in, he's watching Frasier. You're I'm like, like dude, what have you, you have come, a problem? What? You are messed. Up. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so good. Uh, feel free to use that bit. I feel like there's something there. Jeff Tate watching. That's I mean, it's all it's all you. It's a good. I yeah. mean, don't no. feel like I'm gonna infringe on it. But I'll tell it. It'll be my one man show for Jeff the next time I see him. Good. Do or it. I'll be like, listen to this podcast. You got to make it all the way to the all end. the way to the end. <laughs> all yes. the way to the yes. end yes. to hear when you're mentioned. <laughs> exactly. And he'll listen to it. Oh, he'll be like, oh, well, I'm making it to the end. Yeah, because he's a good person. He let you sleep on his couch. Yep. Plug your stuff, man. What do you got going on? This is uh, this is again. This is just uh, this is me posturing myself because like you may get one person coming to a show yeah. that you're about to plug right now. Um, I'd say in town in Cincinnati, I'm gonna do the brouhaha. I'll be around for that. We're international. So. Um, we're international, so I'm gonna be in Indianapolis at the end of the month at Crackers Comedy Club from go see 20... Gabe, Dan, and Brett. Dan and Brett, see me at mm-hmm. uh, 27th to the 30th. I'm opening for, uh, I think it's April Macy. I think that's who. Oh, I nice. Saw, cool. Who I've, uh, I just recently worked with her in St. Louis. So it'll be good. It'll be good to work with someone that I've worked before and uh, doing that. And then, um, yeah, I'll have some stuff coming up in the fall, but mostly just check out my website you can go to my instagram which is abe lincoln t-shirt and my snapchat twitter facebook everything else is gabe kia so just look up g-a-b-e-k-e-a and ask to be my snapchat friend i uh i'm gonna snapchat this this podcast right now and hopefully everybody will listen and i'll do it I'll do the uh, I'll Snapchat the link. I can't really put the link in a snap. You got to kind of take a picture and tell them to go somewhere. Do whatever you want. Do we're whatever all, you we're want. We're so big. We don't. We, we don't, don't need, need it. We don't need that we're app. Just, we've we're, taken on Tinder. Over. we're on swipe, Tinder. We're on Tinder. Swipe right to this podcast. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. I this, might. Uh, our bio is so funny that oh, you're yeah, just dude. like, I want this podcast to sleep with me for a little bit, yeah. then leave me. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll love him forever. I'll but love no this. hookups. That's not a hookup. No. That was serious. Gross. That gross. That's gross. You nasty. No podcast hookups. Um. All right. Well, that was. Uh, this has been awesome, Gabe. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Of appreciate it, Joey. All right. Well, later.